0: In this week's episode, we decided to go very topical and talk about driving test waiting times.
1: Kev, over to you. <laughs> yeah, it's quite topical at the moment. Well, it has been for some time with the actual waiting time for getting a test. Well, wow. if you can get a test, let's, let's just put that out there to start with, because they, they do go quite quickly trying to get a test when you go on the system and it says there's no test available Mm. and literally it's no tests which is not very helpful which is causing people stress anxiety in i'm not going to be able to do this i'm never going to get a test and it affects their driving so we thought we would do a podcast on this just to help some people in what we can do because of the waiting times are so big
0: yeah and We're not going to focus lots on what's going on with the DVSA and waiting times and things, but let's get that out of the way very quickly. And then we can go on to talking about what people can do. So this is all as a result of COVID and lockdowns.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a result of that and knock on effect.
0: Yeah. And obviously that delayed people taking the tests, delayed people learning to drive. It means that there's... There's actually a bit of a backlog of people learning to drive. Not enough driving instructors, not enough driving examiners, only so many hours in the day.
1: Yes, you're 100% right. That is is it, really. That is the problem. The DVSA, if you don't know this, is a little trick for you. But the DVSA, Monday mornings at 6 o'clock, release all the tests for the upcoming week, which will be... 24 weeks in advance of that week that you're in at the moment so just a little tip for you so you need to get on there six o'clock and it's a 24 week running rotor that the dvs release and yeah that's how long you'd have to wait for a test if you wanted it in your particular area at that time
0: yep and aside from that cancellations
1: yeah, and most there is cancellations app out there that you can use. I mean, they basically do the work for you, but you can keep checking the DVSA website again for cancellations in your area. It's one of those things that's hit and miss. You you don't know whether or not you're going to get one.
0: Yeah, and with a cancellation it could come up for the end of the week or next week or it could be Exactly. In fact, probably it's the short notice ones that come up more often. I would normally, imagine.
1: Normally, it is. Yeah. If you're looking at cancellations, uh, we're going to talk about this in a minute. But just make sure you're ready.
0: Yep. Yeah. So that you actually, if the, if you see one, you can jump on it.
1: Yeah. Exactly. You know you're ready. You know that you are doing everything that you should be doing in driving, and to keep you and everybody else safe. And you know that's what we do. Yeah. Okay. So.
0: How is it affecting people? How is it affecting your students?
1: Well, I've mentioned earlier, there's the stress. There's the actual fact of they can't get a test. So they stop lessons because they just can't get tests. So, again, it's affecting people in different ways. Mm. But one of the biggest things is once you do book one, driving lessons aren't cheap. But what you need is to be able to continue driving. Yeah. So my advice is when people book a test is like, okay, we've got 24 weeks. What can we do to plan our our lessons? Last week's episode. Last week's episode. What can we do that's going to make it effective so when the test comes, it's not a problem? Yeah. You know, this is what I look at. You know, we've got 24 weeks now. Fantastic. Let's, Let's look at the positives there. We've got a test. Fantastic. So now what we need to do is to think of what's the best use of our time.
0: Yeah, because you can use this to your advantage. Yes, it might be frustrating, but if you have got a long lead time, then hopefully by the time you get there, there's no reason why you're not able to drive independently.
1: Yeah, and this is what you know, you may well be fortunate to have your own car, so you just get extra practice. Mm. You know, you might be, have your own car. And also have driving lessons. Fantastic. We're getting double the practice. So there's so many hours on the road. And I think hours on the road builds up experience. Mm. The more hours on the road that you have, the more experience you're going to have. The more situations that you're going to be in, the more situations that you will experience and then know how to deal with that situation again if it happens.
0: Yeah. And let's face it, 24 weeks... If you're only having an hour's driving lesson a week, which is what lots of people do, that's very common, that's only 24 hours on the road. That isn't a lot.
1: It's not a lot. In a time factor, though, people think it's, well, that's six months. Mm. Well, yes, it's six months. And you might well have been having lessons for three months. So that's nine months of lessons, having an hour a week. Just yeah. Say, yeah. In the big scheme of things, that's m- not very much at all. No. So you're creating a skill for life in nine months, which doesn't seem a lot. I, I think it's, you know, in the big scheme of things, it's okay if we use that time effectively. Yeah. You know, this is where I think really important is we're in this period of... I'm going to go back to the 24 weeks again. Yeah. You've practised the theory, so you must have been practising driving before that. We can use that. What I would suggest is... Carry on practising your theory, even if you've passed. Because I know most people never touch the theory again once they've passed it. Yeah. <laughs> but what it is, is another form of learning to drive.
0: Yeah, and it helps you understand what to do in different situations.
1: Use the the questions in the theory, and when we're doing theory training, I get people to do this, is to think of you in that situation And then what would you do? And then you can then use the time of your instructor to then think, you know, I had this question on the theory and I thought it was this. Is that okay to think that way? I'm not doing something wrong. What a great way to learn to drive again. Yeah. You know, because the theory never stops. It's always in the mind and it's always there with the driving. But bring it into your driving. Carry on with that theory because that's what we want to be doing.
0: Yep. Sounds good to me. I'm just going to jump in here to let you know about our Drive Calm journal. We've created a 12-week prompt journal to support our listeners to take action and improve driving confidence. The journal includes questions, prompts and exercises to create an action plan and an opportunity for reflection afterwards. Search DriveCalm on Amazon to take a look. We hope it helps.
1: So another thing to do as well is reflection you might even do the basic form of reflection with what went well what didn't go so well what would i do differently next time on a lesson so again what we're trying to do is carry on with that reflection if you're driving with mum and dad you've stopped lessons because you know 24 weeks is you know too much i've got my own car i'm at a good standard and you're going to come back to your instructor closer to the time why not carry on doing a reflection And I think this is, again, you know, it's continually learning. It's like a log. Your practice log. What am I done? What what happened? What was the weather like? Have I driven in the rain before? Mm. What did it feel like? So there's lots of different ways that you can do reflection. And I think that's, again, another way to build in that time that you're waiting for your driving test is is just carry on the reflection.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of reflection because it helps you process thoughts feelings emotions things that happen while you're driving and if you're not reflecting then you're not processing those things and learning from them either so reflection is a great tool
1: yeah and you know this you also want to know that you're ready yes you know you meant you touched on it a little bit earlier there about driving independently you know when you're going out and you're with your instructor. How much help does he give you? Do you say to your instructor, "Look, can I, can we drive to this place? But I want to drive on my own, and you're just there as my safety blanket if mm. something happens." Because that's the stage where you want to get to. You want to be able to drive where you're making the decisions all of the time, and that you're not relying on your instructor or your person that's sitting next to you.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you've been, if you've had this really long way... The advantage of that really long wait should be that towards the end of it, you are driving on your own. You are making, well, not on your own physically, you've got somebody there, but you're making your own decisions. You're not being told by somebody else what to do. You're just doing it. You're just driving because that means that. That's all you need to do for your driving test. You just go and you just drive. And hopefully that will take away, I think, undoubtedly, with such a long waiting list, there's going to be pressure for people worrying about, if I don't pass, have I got to wait another six months for another test? If somebody's been driving independently in the weeks running up to their test then that's less likely they're much more likely to be able to pass their test
1: i think is there's a great bit about independent driving and i love that but independently safely driving
0: yes <laughs> yes obviously
1: <laughs> because what you want to be doing is making sure you're still doing all the processes that you need to be doing like checking mirrors like making sure the steering's okay making sure you're not Steering one-handed with one hand on the gear lever all the time. Oh,
0: yeah. I definitely didn't mean driving like mum and dad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But this is the thing that when you have lessons with an instructor, he's there to guide you through it. Although you're driving independently, he can watch that. So make sure what's required for your test and you doing it as well. So the knowledge, because, yes, you're quite right, the, the stresses are coming in now for people that, are saying to themselves, well, what happens if I fail my test? I've got to wait another 24 weeks, six months. Well, yeah, potentially, unless you can get a cancellation. So make sure you're ready. Make sure you know what is required on that driving test. Make sure that you are keeping to a standard, even when you're driving with mum and dad or whoever. Make sure you keep up to standards.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So that's, that's, if you're doing that, you know that you're going to be ready. You know that you're going to go to that test and you have given yourself the best chance of success.
0: Yeah, don't leave it until three weeks before your test and then suddenly wake up to the fact that, oh my God, it's my test in three weeks and I don't feel ready.
1: Or I better find a driving instructor. I've got three weeks to go and then oh. I live. Again, it may sound very silly to some people, but This happens to me all the time. I get phone calls saying, I've got my test in three weeks' time. Can I have so many lessons for my test? It's just not going to happen. No. So, you know, find the instructor, have the lessons. You've got 24 weeks make the best use of it
0: yeah and remember that the waiting time isn't just for driving tests that waiting time is there for driving instructors as well because driving instructors are tied up with their students who are waiting for tests so Mm. there's a backlog all around
1: yeah everyone's got the backlog we're trying to plan for those tests you know we're trying to plan for you to make sure that you're ready for those that test so you only have to do it once which is always a bonus. If you have to do a test once, fantastic, brilliant.
0: Okay, I hope that helps. And I hope that helps you make the most of the time between now and whenever your driving test is. And good luck on the day.
1: Keep practising.
0: Keep practising. Practice makes better. It does. Let us know how you've got on. Our contact details are in the show notes, as always. And until next time, have a great day, whatever you're doing.
1: If you have enjoyed our podcast, did you know we can also help you get back on the road to driving confidence? If you want to have the feeling of being safe, be able to go shopping without relying on public transport, create more time in your daily schedule, become a confident driver, visit friends or relatives that live further away, drive to and from places of work, feel safer when driving on faster roads then our coaching packages will help you create the easy to follow action plan to your driving confidence. Using our unique Drive Calm system within our coaching sessions, backed up by the free access to the Confident Drivers website and all the wonderful tools and techniques it has to offer, you will feel confident that you can take that first step in getting back driving. So if you'd like to find out more information, go to the Confident Drivers website.
0: Thank you for listening. Find out about the different ways that you can work with us on our website www.confidentdrivers.co.uk and begin to transform the way you feel
1: about driving.